0: Our family has always come first. And if I am just getting too stressed and too, you know, things are just getting too out of hand, we just kind of take back and it's like, okay, meet the family needs first and then go to work for the, you know, for the side business. So it is a lot to juggle at times, but I have, I can honestly say that if I didn't really care about the products that we're creating and the ways we're helping people I would I would have quit a long time ago and just just keep working my corporate job because it would be a lot easier. Honestly, I mean, the reality is that most households, you know, is dual income households and both couples are, are working or both individuals are working, and I just feel like it's important that we don't try and hide the fact that we have to work. You know, it's it just things just don't just come you know we say that we you know we're working really hard so you can do ballet class so you can do gymnastics you know it's like it's not just this i don't want them, i don't want them to just feel like things just fall from the air like we work really hard to you know to bring you these things
1: welcome to the Mother honestly podcast this is your host blessing adishio founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Hello, thank you for joining us on the Mother Honestly podcast. My name is Kristen Hall. I'm the COO of Mother Honestly and coming to you live from Motor City Women's Studios, our gracious podcast sponsor of the Mother Honestly podcast. And joining me today is Julie Moskal of The Purple Beat. And I am so excited to have you. Uh, for our listeners and those who attended our 2019 Mother the Summit in Detroit, Julie and her company were the sponsors of those delicious smoothies that we had in the morning. Um, And she has an awesome business model that I've been following and that I love. And so I'm so grateful to have her on our podcast today. So Julie, tell me a little bit about yourself and the business and we'll jump right into it.
0: Well, thank you for having me. And um, yes, the Mother Honestly Summit in 2019 was amazing and we were so happy to be a part of it. Uh, I am a chiropractor as well as my husband, and so we have kind of been a little bit health obsessed for a while, and approximately three years ago, we were just really finding ourselves frustrated with the lack of nutritious food that was convenient, and I was about to have and then had my second um, baby at that time. And through, we live in Northern Michigan, so there's a little bit of a lack of resources as far, or there was, as far as just healthy, like whole food without any sugars and syrups and dairy and whatnot. So long story short, we were going to open a smoothie shop and then that didn't, uh, we couldn't agree on that. My husband and I could not agree on opening another business. So we were going to sell these packs, our flavors of smoothie packs from the smoothie shop. And then that ended up becoming the entire part of the business where we just had these packs of all of the ingredients you would need to make a whole food smoothie. You would add it to a blender with one cup of liquid. We make a suggestion on each, depending on each flavor. And um, we went to work from there and we now have 10 different um, flavors of smoothie packs. Uh, They're all frozen and we ship throughout and we have wholesale accounts that you can retailer uh, that retailer smoothie packs and we also have accounts that take our smoothie packs and blend them so that they can serve their guests a whole food smoothie without taking on an entire you know additional part of their infrastructure to just carry you know raw ingredients and and frozen so
1: i love that and pass. i know you've really had a lot of great uh expansion in the last year, I follow you on social media and watching what you're doing, those shipments that go out, you're doing a ton right now of business. Um, and that's great. I love that it's expanding. Um, fun fact, I'm, I'm from Traverse City. So I love that you are in Northern Michigan roughing <laughs> yes. that area hard. Um, but what have you found to be, you know, and it's you mentioned that you had the chiropractic business with your husband prior Um, So you have some unique challenges in launching your own business is that you have the family dynamic elements within your own infrastructure. So talk to me about how that works and what you found for others that are looking to start their own business, perhaps with their significant other or their partner. You know, how do you handle it as a family affair?
0: Yeah, 100%. So I actually still work a full-time job. I work in the insurance industry. My husband 100% of the time works in, um, our chiropractic office. And then we have two little kids, um, and one on the way (laughs) and I,
1: congratulations.
0: Thank you. And then because I, my full-time job, I am remote. So I'm able to be home and set my own schedule. That has been really helpful, but I still am working my full-time job for us. The priority was, It wasn't like just jumping into a business and like going all in because it didn't make sense for our family. I mean, we of course have bills to pay and it just, we couldn't consciously just throw everything to the wind and and just start this business. That has had its pros and cons, obviously, and everybody's situation is different. I would say the benefit to us has been if we don't have the time to put into it at the, you know, at that moment, we just take a step back. So while it feels like things maybe have progressed a little bit slower than I, you know, maybe compare myself to other startup businesses, it's been at the max capacity we could possibly handle. And there's often oftentimes that we, you know, I, I start to, because I spearhead 90% of the stuff with the Purple Bee, I just bring Ryan in as I need help. And uh, as we're tossing ideas around before making big decisions, but. Our family has always come first. And if I am just getting too stressed and too, you know, things are just getting too out of hand. We just kind of take back and it's like, okay, Meet the family needs first and then go to work for the, you know, for the side business. So it is a lot to juggle at times, but I have, I can honestly say that if I didn't really care about the products that we're creating and the ways we're helping people I would, I would have quit a long time ago and just just keep working my corporate job because it would be a lot easier. Um, but the kids see us working, they understand and they enjoy the products as much as we do. So it's just been, I mean, we, we, they have been along with us for this entire ride and we just hope that they learn from it and that we can just you know kind of be, continue to be role models for them and show them you know, hard work, but we do it for them. We do it for us. We do it for our family. So, um, it's, but yeah, it, it can be a lot. I, there's no doubt about it, but it's doable. It's definitely doable.
1: Yeah. And I love that you've hit on a lot of really great points, even within that is that showing, I think modeling for the children and what we're showing them. And there, I spoke with someone a little bit earlier who was saying that now during this pandemic time, is going to be the most kind of one of those impactful moments for children four and five and older than four and five um you know they're going to remember what this experience was like and that going back to basics and kind of focusing on the needs of the family and i love that you have framed your business around even before the pandemic time of meeting the needs of the family first i think that's an excellent point for anyone to take up whether you have just a normal household, not I shouldn't call. It, there's no normal household structure, so I always totally. have to like caveat myself that totally whatever your situation looks for you, you know that focusing on what's most important within that family unit. And I think that's a really great point. And I like that you've um, kind of framed your business together.
0: It is in that and, regard. And honestly, I mean w- the reality is that most households, you know, is dual-income households, and both couples are, are working or both individuals are working. And I just feel like it's important that we don't try and hide the fact that we have to work. You know, it's, it just, things just don't just come. You know, we say that we, you know, we're working really hard. So you can do ballet class. So you can do gymnastics. You know, it's like, it's not just this. I don't want them, I don't want them to just feel like things just fall from the air. Like we work really hard to, you know, to bring you these things.
1: That's, yeah. That's, A great perspective. And one of the things I've been watching, which I think um, I really love that you did is that you took it upon yourself to kind of start a philanthropic campaign to support some of the frontline workers around the state of Michigan. And we know that every state in the nation and worldwide is going through this. Um, But share with me a little bit about what that kind of what brought that about and what that meant for you.
0: Yeah, I feeling um, I would say I'm a acts of service is one of my, my number one love language. So it was, I, we were feeling so helpless. So being in Northern Michigan, we do not have the hit that you guys have down in the Detroit area, thankfully, obviously. And, um, we do have cases of course, but not like you guys have. And it was like, I just, I loved seeing other businesses stepping up and I was like, how can we do this? Well, um, a girl down in Metro Detroit that owns a Teff based granola company called Tefola, She had reached out to me about, she's like, you know, is there any way we could collaborate being that obviously I have very strongly been abiding by the stay at home as much as possible because of being pregnant. So I knew that I was limited in how I could physically go help and I didn't want to, you know, risk myself, my family, whatever else. So Claire, thankfully, um, was able to drive up and meet us. So we launched this. It's called Bowls for the Brave. It was, we ran it for an entire week. And our end bowl donations, it was $6 a bowl. And we are donating 926 bowls to frontline workers. So wow. we're spreading that through four hospitals. The the response was amazing. And Claire is doing actually today um, is our first save deliveries, which is kind of brings a little bit of emotion because it's like actually putting this into play, this this thing that we've been planning. Um, But the response we got was very similar to how I was feeling like, I wanna help. I can't go to the hospital. I can't be in the hospital. I don't, you know, a lot of people don't have the means to provide a hundred meals to hospital workers. So it's like $20. And then we also heard a lot of people, I don't wanna put $20 towards some campaign that I have no idea where it's going. And people really wanted to try and keep their money, you know, here in, in Michigan for us. So we, the response was just overwhelming and, uh, we were thrilled, we were thrilled. So that has been cool really seeing people just want to help. I mean, really, and just trying to help safely, yeah. you know, and, and, um, and they, the people that knew our acai smoothie which was the base for the bowl and, or they knew Claire's granola product. We're like, Oh my gosh, it's going to be delicious. And it is really delicious. I've had it multiple
1: times. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that. um, You know, for those, tell our listeners a little bit more about your product because it's delicious. I've had it. My toddlers, you know, enjoyed it. Um, The only one I think is my husband, but I can't get my husband to eat healthy. Anyway, (laughs) but my toddler and I are like the biggest fans. So tell people a, a little bit more about what you offer
0: so we are uh, smoothie packs contain all whole food ingredients so it's fruits and vegetables and superfoods and nuts um, and nut butter so every combination has a value of fruit vegetable protein um, h- healthy fats it's it is not just a sugary f- fruit um, drink it's not a um, a yogurt-based drink, so we everything is vegan and dairy-free, and that has been a uh, just a, a major staying point of our creations because we found with food sensitivities and food allergies, just we're trying to stay plant-based. Really, is our is just part of our mission. So, through a combination of berries and and greens, we have created ten flavors. They're all super different. Um, actually drinking peach ginger turmeric right now which is you know it has a little more zing much more refreshing we've got one blueberry hemp and apple cacao mint who have uh, almond butter in them so those are coming from a little bit heavier protein more filling Um, but our our combinations are like i said 10 they're just very very different but i like to say we have something for everybody but we also say we're not your average smoothie because there's no yogurt there's no juice added it's just yeah. Like, I mean, you've tried them. It's just whole foods, just blended together in a very convenient fashion.
1: Yeah. It's super easy to, you know, we, there's no thinking with it, which I think for anyone that's busy, especially parents, um, you know, it's real, I feel good about when I've fed them to my toddler because I'm like, all right, cool. You can sit here. He, he loves now help me blend. Yeah, but I don't have to think <laughs> about off it. The blender. I, yes. I don't have to. Yep. I don't have to keep everything stocked in. It's just, it's, it's very simple to use and I like that. And so I'm always one of advocating for those products that make my life easier. I am
0: I hear you. always going to be, <laughs>
1: yeah. What can I do to streamline anything? So it's a really great product that you're offering and I like how your business model has come together and that you, you address the need in an area that was under met, especially in Northern Michigan. Um, you know, that is, a, I think for the longest time it was just, Toms and Meyer, and there yes. was not much else in the way of finding yes. um, kind of good, wholesome, complete meals. Um, and even the
0: direction when you go, you know, when you go to the store, you are blindly buying bags of frozen fruit and hoping that the combination turns out, or you make a you know thirty-two ounce smoothie because you're just dumping and adding stuff, and then you you know you're wasting the waste on ingredients which. Kills me. I absolutely hate food waste. So that's why we like being in the freezer section and we like everything being pre-portioned so that there is no waste. So even on our end, we have minimal waste because we keep everything frozen and turned over pretty quickly. But yeah, convenience, man. You just can't beat it.
1: Yeah, and did you have because you you mentioned that you're in the insurance industry as well as like with chiropractic? Was it a a learning curve to kind of move into wholesale distribution and understanding oh kind of your your raw material inputs? Is there anything kind of for people that are looking in that area that would be helpful to know about just supply chains?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. C- crash course learning of all of that. I mean, we come from healthcare. I was first in X-ray tech before I went to chiropractic school. I'm health. I mean, every, my background is all healthcare. So getting into the food industry supply chain that has all been for was foreign and still is. I mean, so much, are you kidding me? I, I still do not know everything. The biggest thing I was able to take away from other people was just keep asking questions, ask to questions to people that are in the industry or that you see. I, we have one of our friends that is runs an organic farm and he just helped me with, random questions that i had you know right off the get go even though we have a completely different he's running a farm i'm running you know trying to produce a product and then as you meet people along the way just continuing to ask questions and i am not one to ask for help i really don't that's just a bad trait of mine so this was kind of weird to just be a little more vulnerable and be like i really need help can you you know can you advise me on this and people are so helpful. People are really willing to help. It's just a matter of asking the questions. And I'd say that would be one of the good things about social media is, and I have answered a lot of um, business questions, even if they have nothing to do with frozen a frozen product, uh, just dropped DMs into you know my Instagram or Facebook, and I'm happy to help. And most people really are happy to help. And in fact, at mother, honestly, last year, Um, the founder of health aid kombucha was there and she said that I was so nervous to walk up and talk to her after she spoke and she was so fantastic. And she was like, get rid of the imposter syndrome. We all had it and ask questions and ask for help. And I was like, yes, okay. You are running a mega business and you still, you know, had this feeling and understand where I'm coming from. So that was really refreshing (laughs) to hear. I love that. And that's, I think the one
1: thing that, you know, Blessing and I love the most about um, kind of the Mother Honestly community. It's for the most part, um, especially moms, you know, you're in the trenches together and then adding on the layer of kind of operating your own business or really trying to like hustle in your career. If you're trying to just move up the ladder or just finding support as a working mom, being a stay-at-home mom. I mean, we always say, there's so many facets to what you're doing if you're an ambitious woman. But I, I love that point because you don't know necessarily until you ask. And I get it a couple times. There's been a few people that I've gotten very, very uh, starstruck by. And blessing always knows when I'm, you know, fawning. Um, but I love that you were able to have that experience and to meet. Um, it's going to kill me because I can't think of her name right now. Um, but from Healthy Kumbach, she was the like so Everyone did a great job. Um, and I, you know, totally full transparency. We're working from, you know, pandemic. You can hear my dogs in the background, so I apologize for that. Um,
0: <laughs> That's okay. My kids are I locked downstairs on on the iPad right now. So <laughs> I always like to ask people at the end of the podcast. You know,
1: our goals may have shifted in 2020 a little bit about um, what we had planned versus where we are now with the pandemic. But what <gasps> you're welcoming a new family member on the way. What do you have planned for? the remainder of 2020 or what something personally professionally for your family you're hoping to do?
0: Yeah that's actually a really good question. Um, When we set out for 2020 uh, what I had anticipated looks uh, vastly different than what um, has is going to transpire. I found out um, that I was pregnant in January. So right at the turn of the new year and going into January, I had already preset goals for the business for 2020 that have already changed. But, and now with the the pandemic obviously has caused us to change again. But the biggest thing, number one goal for me is bringing in a healthy baby in September. Um, And I have, to be honest, I keep, keep trying to assess business, what we're going to do with the business and um, because I'm a pretty large player in it and I want to be able to take some time to be with the baby. So it's, we, the goal was to really structure the business into getting it um, more automated. Everything was going to be just more automated. So I was going to be a little more hands-off and that really was, is going to hopefully still be a big part of our mission in the next few months is to streamlined so anybody can you know any employees can come in and jump in and it be not so much pressure on me we want to advance our wholesale accounts to um not as much retail per se but more accounts we really want to start to serve in the hospitality industry more so just being that option at the hotel breakfast bar being that option at the, um, you know, at the health club, at the gym, and just kind of starting to work into, which is a big, um, a big goal to put out there, but it's, it's really something that we feel our product fits really well into, and it's an industry that needs more nutritious on-the-go options, and that there aren't available, so that was a big goal going into 2020, and as things start to open back up, that is still our goal. I mean, we're still definitely the recognition that, that whole foods and plant-based and eating is important for your health. Life. I mean, that is not going anywhere. So, and maybe yeah, it's, it's even more things. recognized now, I don't know.
1: Exactly, I think there, we're gonna see a little bit of a shift. I think after this, I'm really back to focusing on the essentials of wellness and health at even the most basic level.
0: That's of, a good point. You know,
1: Whole foods and nutrition, gonna, mm-hmm. are, we're seeing it in how this is playing out, unfortunately. Um, And some of those are a little bit more susceptible to COVID-19. I love that goal. I'm so excited to see you guys grow and continue (laughs) to flourish. Um, I wish you all the best with baby number three. I know you're going to be great. And how can, for our listeners that are interested in learning more about The Purple Beat, how can they order some of these delicious smoothies for themselves and try what everyone's talking about? (laughs)
0: Uh, Our website is www.thepurplebeat.com um and the purple beat is our instagram handle i will say uh we are potentially it was a goal i should go back to that to rebrand so if uh the purplebeat.com or the purple beat takes you to a different name in the coming months don't be surprised but that's only just because we're trying to offer more products and just expand our our name but either of those places is the best way through my website you can contact me directly and i'm always happy to help too
1: Awesome. I love it. And what is your favorite flavor? What's the most popular flavor right now that you're
0: selling? Well, apple cacao mint right now is that is super, super popular. Blueberry hemp has always been popular, but this acai is making a huge push and it's, I don't know if it's because of the bowl thing, but it's delicious. I like nut butter. So I just named all three with nut butters.
1: No, that's great. I think it's, it's an awesome, awesome product. They're very tasty. I hope people go and check them out more. I know it's something that we have in our home and I encourage others to look into having it in their homes as well. Julie, thank you so, so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that we got to connect again. I hope you're, yes. um, I wish you all the best in the coming weeks. Stay safe, stay well. Um, and we, <laughs> my earbuds, as we will continue to see uh, what you're up to in the coming weeks and months.
0: Thank you, Kristen, so much for having me. It was nice to
1: talk to you. You as well. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Mother Honestly podcast. If you want more relevant content for the ambitious mom, head on over to motherhonestly.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mother Honestly. Love our podcast? We want to hear from you. Please rate and review our podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We love growing at Mother Honestly, and your reviews help us grow. Stay safe, stay well, and always stay ambitious.